Welcome, 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 everybody. Hey, Little Rock. Welcome to NPL Dish. Happy Thursday. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, how did you find me? Uh, <laughs> if you don't know who I am, if this is your first time here, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself uh, get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like getting your business registered with the state, getting EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, basic brand protection strategies, contracts of all kinds, um, non-disclosure agreements, operating agreements, um, hiring policies. I help you get all of those things together, okay? Why am I qualified to help you? So happy you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay. So that's why I'm here. If you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business and you just don't know where to start, uh, and you would like to see if we can work together to get you on the good foot of the bit in these business streets, um, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Uh, there you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can also download the free biz Launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. And as well, if you are, you know, if, if you need kind of some coaching to teach you, how do I run this business? I have business startup basics, which is a four video, three ebook series that goes through the entire gamut of what it takes to make your business legally legitimate. It's, it's $59 and it's worth every penny. Okay. Um, <clears throat> So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and, you know, get your stuff. Uh, at, at that link, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch all of the episodes of this show, all the back episodes. I checked it the other day and I have like 237 videos or so up there. So there's tons of content uh, and you can also subscribe to the podcast there as well. Okay. Hi, Made in Davy. In, made in Davy. <laughs> Hi, made in TV. All right. All right. Okay. So that's enough about me. Let's get to the show. The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories that you lovely people send me, stories I find on blog sites, anything that I think is interesting to us as entrepreneurs um, or anything that can teach us a lesson as business owners, um, I pull them and we discuss them. Okay. So this is a time for us to talk to each other. I don't want you guys to be shy. Make sure you put your questions and comments in the box. As long as they're respectful, I will be asking questions to make sure that you guys are keeping up and that you understand everything that's happening. Okay. So this is a, t this is participation participate. I'm not going to say participation is mandatory, but participation makes this a lot more fun. Okay. I don't like just talking to myself. Nobody likes just talking to themselves. Unless you're a little bit off your rocker, but whatever. Anyway, but we are going to get started. All right. Um, okay. First story that we are talking about tonight. Oh, there's a bad storm where you are, Tanya. Well, I hope, oh shoot. Um, is, is Isaiah's where you're at? 
Um, for all of you who are dealing with uh, Hurricane Isaiah, I want to send you well wishes. Stay safe. Uh, you know, do what you got to do. Okay. Hi, 76 Grimke. All right. So first story that we are talking about tonight. Anybody here remember the election of 2016? If you remember the election of 2016, give me the clown emoji. Because when I tell you that was some clownery in 2016, if you remember, okay, thank you, Tanya. If you remember the election of 2016, give me a clown emoji. Now, for those of you who, you know, you may have pushed it out of your minds due to trauma and, you know, not wanting to deal with the reality that is this country every day. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, 76, Grimke, yes, Nessie Time. Hey, Norma. Yes, yeah, so if you remember the, uh, the uh, thank you, Margaret. If Thank you, APJ. All y'all, yes, thank you for my clown emojis. Y'all remember with me. I remember when I woke up the morning after the election, and when I tell you I had a rock at the bottom of my stomach. Whew! Anyway, let's not go back there. If you remember, the 2016 election was between the current person in office and Hillary Clinton. Now, regardless of your feelings about Hillary Clinton, a lot of people didn't like her. Frankly, she was the better choice among the two, in my opinion, right? Okay. Okay, Tanya, take care of yourself. Um, so election night, of course, you know, the candidates always have an election night party, you know, to celebrate their victory. Um, and this was no different with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton had an election night party. Um, and at this party, there was a comedian there. Hi, healthy girl gang. There was a comedian there by the name of Akila. Hughes and Akilah Hughes posted about 10 minutes of video from the Clinton election night party and entitled it, We Thought She Would Win. That was the title of the video because, of course, Hillary Clinton did not end up winning the election. <laughs> Obed gave me like six, nine, like 15 clown uh, emojis. Okay, Tanya, you can watch the replay. Um, yes. Uh, so Akila posted this 10 minute video from Hillary Clinton's election night party, entitled it, We Thought We Would Win, and posted it, you know, on her socials. Um, now there is a YouTuber, um, I'm assuming a conservative YouTuber. His name is Carl Benjamin, but he goes by the name Sargon of Akkad. Does, is anybody familiar with this person, Carl Benjamin, Sargon of Akkad? Um, I'm pretty sure you, you're not going to know about him if you're not a conservative, but if you do, just give me a one in the comments. Anyway, this guy, Carl Benjamin, he is a YouTuber and he, you know, I guess he's a fan of the GOP. He found Akila Hughes, um, video and he posted it on his YouTube and was making fun you never heard of him? Okay. And was making fun of um, what he called social justice warriors. Okay. So uh, basically he said, um, well, not he said, but he took the video, posted it on his and was basically saying, ha ha, look at those loser, you know, social justice warriors and Democrats. They thought they were going to win. Ha 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 ha. Okay. All right. Nobody's heard of him. That's cool. That means y'all are good people. 
<laughs> All right. So Carl Benjamin posted this video and was making fun of the Democratic Party for social and what they call social justice warriors all throughout this 10-minute video. Now, Akila found out what Carl did and wasn't very happy. So what do you think Akila did when she found out that Carl posted her video to his YouTube and was making fun of it? What do you think Akila Hughes did when she found out Carl Benjamin put her video up on YouTube and was making fun of it? What do you guys think? You should know this. You should know this. And I'm asking, and I know that you guys are going to give me the answer, but I just want to make sure everybody's on the same track. You guys in podcast land, don't be afraid. Yell out the answer. I'm going to hear it. Don't worry. I got ESP. I'm going to hear you. Okay. All right. So I don't want to leave too much dead air, but while you guys write your answer in, um, and I'm going to say, you know, yes, you're, yes, 76 Grim K. Thank you. Thank you, Margaret. Um, she didn't send a cease and desist, Margaret, but uh, like 76 Grim K. Put, she did file uh, a lawsuit against Carl Benjamin for copyright infringement. Okay. Now, do you think the court agreed with Akila or do you think they agreed with Carl over whether this was an appropriate lawsuit? Based on the facts here, Akila posted the video. 10 minutes. Carl took the video and put it on his YouTube and was making fun of it. Do you think that Akila had a um, had grounds for a copyright infringement case? What do you think? Do you think that that is enough? Because the court actually gave their conclusion to this case, and I'm going to tell you what they said and why they said it. What do you, Gail said, Sue? Yeah, Gail, you were right too. Um, Doctor Obed said no. Obed, you're right. You're right. Um, the court actually disagreed with Akila with her copyright infringement case because they said, look, Carl Benjamin, he did not take your video and just post it and act like it was his own. He posted it for social commentary and for parody. Now, there are ways to get around copyrights. Um, there are ways to get around copyrights. If you are posting copyrighted material because you want to give commentary on it, like when the news posts a clip from some type of film or movie in the news clip, that does not need a license because that is fair use. If you post a video or some type of media because you want to criticize it, that is fair use. If you have post a piece of media because you want to create a parody, like think about Saturday Night Live and all their spoofs, all of that stuff is fair use. You cannot prevent someone from from um, spouting their, from saying their opinion if they do it in the right way. Now, some people are able to do it. Like with CBS, we know that they use their copyrights to shut down people who were complaining about the animated Star Trek series, right? And it works in, in instances of that. But uh, 
CBS was able to do that because they had copyright claims. So they have these algorithms that are already in the systems to shut things down. Akila didn't have anything like that. She found out that Carl was using her video and she went to the court to try and get them to take it down. And the court said, no, he's just stating his opinion and there's nothing wrong with that. So Akila lost her copyright infringement case against Carl Benjamin. And not only that, she has to pay him his court fees that, um, th- that he accrued in trying to, um, in trying to defend himself. Apparently he did start a GoFundMe to, to, you know, fight against the case. He ended up raising a bunch of money, but ultimately the case ended up getting dismissed because the court said his use of the video was fair use. So if you are trying to get around copyrights, the best way is to make it a fair, um, use it in, in, in a way that is considered fair use. So if you're using a piece of media for commentary, like a lot of YouTubers, you know, they will review shows and give their reactions, right? And they'll show you different clips. I've seen some YouTubers who post pretty much the entire shows and some of them have received letters from networks and things like that. But for the most part, because it is them giving their commentary, giving their reaction, there's not much, um, there, there's not much that these places can do as long as you are strategic about how you use the media. So I picked this case because I wanted to go over the concept of fair use with you guys. Just because someone uses your stuff, you have to look at how they are using it. Unless they're using it and trying to claim it's theirs or unless they're putting it out there and not giving you credit, um, you know, there's always the argument of fair use. So you want to look out for that in terms, um, in cases of copyright infringement. Okay. So do we understand the concept of fair use before we move on to our second story? If we understand the concept of fair use, please give me a one. If we do not understand the concept of fair use, please give me a two. Okay. Um, y'all in podcast land, if you don't understand the concept of fair use, email me at nplconsultingfirm at gmail.com. Okay. So 76 Grim K understands the concept of fair use. Awesome. Nessie time understands the concept of fair use. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to assume, okay. Gail understands the concept of fair use. Margaret does great. AP Jackson does. Yes. All right. So majority of you understand the concept of fair use. Awesome. That means I have done my job. Let's move on to our next story. Before we do that, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to help you navigate these these rocky business waters, go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and set yourself up a free 15 minute consultation so that we can get you back on the right foot. Okay, let's move on to our next and final story for the evening. Um, any of my girls here wear lashes? If you are a lash girl or if you were a lash girl before the quarantine, please give me the side eye emoji. If you're into lashes, like you get the individual lashes or you like the strips or you do your own lashes, 
give me the side eye emoji. Gentlemen, if you went to lashes too, give me the side eye emoji. We don't discriminate here. Don't be afraid, okay? <laughs> but if you are into lashes, give me the side eye emoji. I asked y'all earlier and I didn't see any. And I know there's at least one lady in here that likes lashes. One. Anyway, um, let's move, let's move forward. Cause I think, yeah, uh, time is passing by very quickly. Hi, amazing Mimi Chula. Um, y'all don't like lashes. Okay. That's cool. Y'all like me. I'm very simple. I don't really do like, I don't do too much. Every once in a while I get dressed up, but you know, that's a rare occasion. Anyway, if you're not into lashes, you may not know this, but um, there is a, lashes are a big business. And in fact, there is a luxury lash company called Lashify. Um, and Lashify, they, uh, they are so, you know, about their lashes that they actually have um, a pet, you homegrown, <laughs> I'm homegrown, I'm simple too. Okay, girl, yeah, let's go in the woods and like hang out and, you know, in the forest. Um, so Lashify is a luxury lash company and they have a patent protected system for their lash application, meaning the process that they use to, um, get the lashes on you or the process that they have created to get the lashes to adhere to your eyes and look beautiful and how the lashes are constructed. All of that is protected by a patent. What is a patent? A patent protects an invention or, or a not, or a unique way of doing something. Okay. So Lashify, they said, look, we got the best lashes out here so much so that we are protecting this lash system with a patent. Okay. And Lashify, they have been um, used by, you know, celebrities like Reese Witherspoon, Salma Hayek, Nicole Kidman, Kourtney Kardashian, and Tracy Ellis Ross, just to name a few, okay? Now, this company is only three years old, but, you know, they've been making a, a lot of headway because lashes are a big thing. Like, I know a lot of women who are into lashes. Um, and... They have, like I said, they have a patent protected system. They have several utility patents, meaning the way that the lashes are made and the way that the lashes are applied, they have patents for that. And they also have design patents for the way that their lashes look, okay? Now, Lashify's lash kits go for about $145 a pop, okay? Um... That's a lot, um, 145, I've never spent that much on my lashes and I don't think I ever will. But anyway, you know, they're, they're, they're high quality lashes, so you're paying a premium price. Now, how many of y'all have ever gone to CVS and you go to the, you know, to the beauty section and you see, um, the, the, the Kiss, uh, the Kiss brand, um, accessories, like Kiss, they make nails, they make lashes, they make all sorts of beauty tools. How many of y'all have been to any drugstore, particularly the ladies, and you go to the beauty section and you see where they have all the lashes and nails and you have seen, if you have you ever seen the Kiss brand of lashes or nails? Like I was telling y'all earlier, I can't do acrylics on my nails just because of the way that they're shaped. So when I want to, you know, have a little length in my nails, I'll go to, you know, I'll go to the drugstore, pick me up, um, one of them, um, uh, you know, one of the sets, 
and put them on my hands and they they stay for you know for the night and that's about all I needed to if I try to leave nails on for more than a couple days they just start popping off like skittles so no 76 grim cat you've never seen the the kiss brand nails or lashes at the drugstores okay that's cool um well I have um I I challenge you guys the next time you're in a drugstore CVS Walgreens Dwayne Reed whatever they have in your city Go to the beauty section and look on um, where they have the lashes and nails. And I am pretty sure that you are going to see Kiss brand um, lash and nail kits, all right? So why am I talking about Kiss when we were talking about Lashify? Kiss, obviously, they're carried in a drugstore, so their price point is very affordable, right? In January of this year, Kiss came out with a set, a lash system. <laughs> you neither, Obed. All right. You know, I understand. Um, Kiss came out with their own lash system called Falscara, um, like mas a play on the word mascara called Falscara, okay? Um, and these sets, they came with lashes, an applicator, bonding glue, and a sealer. And the set, um, you've seen it, TB Moore? Awesome. The set sells for about $20 a pop. So, you got Lashify selling their lash, lash kit for $145, and you've got Kiss selling their lash kit for $20. Here's the thing. Lashify is suing Kiss for patent infringement because they are saying that people at the Kiss um, company, they specifically ordered Lashify's lash kit and um, had it sent to their headquarters so that they could see how they did their kit and make their own. They even approached one of the factories that Lashify uses to find out the process behind how they make their lashes, right? Um, and not only that, Kiss's $20 lash application set has been um, called a dupe by several beauty influencers. Now, if you don't want, know what I mean by dupe, in the makeup world, I know this because my sister is a makeup artist, she's totally into makeup, we know that there's high-end makeup and not everybody wants to spend that much money on it. There is an entire market for lower-cost duplicates of high-end makeup, um, makeup products, right? So, Kiss's $20 lash set has been called a comparable dupe to Lashify's $145 lash set. And because of this, Lashify is suing Kiss for patent infringement. They said, hey, look, you came, you ordered our lashes, you brought it to your factory, you figured out how we made it, and then you made a copycat and put it in every CVS and Dwayne Reed. So now they're suing them for patent infringement. So upon hearing these facts, you, my esteemed audience, do you think that Lashify has a case here? Is Kiss guilty of patent infringement? If they did order a Lashify set, figured out how they made it, and then made their own um, version of the lash application kit. 
And keep in mind, they also had similar packaging to Lashify when they came out with this Lash application set. So Lashify is now, they're like, you know, you're copying, you're copying our expensive brand and trying to sell it for $20. So do you think Lashify has a case here? Is this a case of patent infringement? They said, you've contacted our factories that we work with, you've ordered our products, and you made your product look very similar to ours when we have both utility and design patents on our Lash application system. So what do you guys think? Do you think that Lashify has a case here? Or do you think they're just salty that Kiss was able to come out with a version that was less expensive? What do you guys think? What do you think? What do you think? Y'all don't have an opinion. I know it's Thursday. I know y'all like to go to club quarantine and leave me here by myself. That's okay. I think that Lashify totally has um, a case here. This is something that companies do all the time. Like I said, in the makeup industry, dupes, there is an entire market for dupes. As well, um, Nessie Time said, if there is something slightly different, Kiss is okay, I think. 76 Grimke said, patent infringement. Kiss knew what they were doing. You know what this reminds me of? How many, did anybody see that movie Paycheck with Ben Affleck? It came out several years ago. It is a terrible movie. I actually walked out before the ending because it was so bad. But the premise of that movie was that you had these two technological, two technology companies. One company came out with this piece of technology and the other company wanted to be, um, wanted to be, a, you know, a competitor. So they got, um, so they bought the, they bought a, um, the product from their competitor and they hired Ben Affleck to reverse engineer this product so they could come out with their own and even make it better, right? So that is what this case um, seemed like to me, but as opposed to in Paycheck where they got the product and they improved upon it, Kiss just seems to take the product and then just, you know, make make a cheap copy of it. Now, there, um, look, I'm not going to lie, I would probably buy the Kiss set because ain't no way I'm spending $145 on a pair of lashes. But when it comes to utility patents and design patents, Kiss, you knew that what you were doing, even you couldn't have even changed the design of the packaging, the applicators, something. You basically made a poor man's copy of this lash application system, and now it might come to bite you in the butt. Now, there is always a market for lower cost, uh, for, for lower cost items of, of things that are high end, but it always comes at the cost of maybe there is a little bit of intellectual property stealing happening, right? So we've got two people here. Um, one person thinks that this is definite patent infringement, and one person thinks that if Kiss made it slightly different, it's okay. But that's the thing, Nessie Time. Lashify is saying that Kiss didn't even change the packaging that much. It looks pretty much like their system. So I want to challenge you guys. Go check out Lashify. Check out their their um, luxury lash um, system. And then go check out Kiss Falscara. F-A-L-S-C-A-R-A. Look at the packaging. Look at the products that come inside. And see, um, and see, and see what happens. 
Dr. Obed Madney put in all caps, who's paying $145 for eyelashes? Look, Obed, Obed, look, being, being a woman is it, expensive. Okay. Especially if you are a woman trying to keep up in these streets. $145 for lashes is probably not the most expensive. So <laughs> Obed asks, is that legal to charge that much? You can charge whatever you want for anything because you're always going to find someone to pay it if they believe in your product. Lashify believes in their product. It's high quality. They have celebrity clientele, so they can charge a higher price point, right? But there's always going to be a market out there for people like, look, I want to look like these celebrities, but I ain't paying these celebrity prices. And that's where Kiss comes in. But Kiss, you got to be smart about it. You can't just go and rip off people's designs and things that they're not going to say about it. That's cutting into their profit. $145 versus $20, that's $125, um, you know, uh, profit that Lashify is not getting. Anyway, so... We will have to wait and see what happens between Lashify and Kiss. Is there actual patent infringement happening here? Um, you know, is it did Kiss just, you know, try and get in contact with their people just to copy? I'm sure it's a little bit, you know, th there's some truth in there, but this is also what business is. This is why you need to protect your intellectual property. If Lashify did not have these patents, they would not even have standing to go in court and say, look, they copied our lash system, make them stop, okay? So good luck to Lashify, good luck to Kiss. I'll probably be picking up picking up a case of Kiss, you know, lashes when they finally let us out of Corona um, and it's safe to be out in the world. Um, yeah, but those were the stories that I had for you tonight. Like I said, we only had two. Um, thank you guys for your participation. Oh, wow. And we are pretty much at closing time. So, uh, we got about, actually, no, we are at closing time. So that's where I'm going to leave you. It is Thursday, so we're not going to be back here tomorrow, but we will be back on Monday with more stories. I want to encourage you guys, if you see anything over the weekend or, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday that you want me to talk about, please just send them to my DM. I love when you guys send me stories. It makes me feel like you're engaged. I want to thank you for being here with me. You don't have to be. You could be, you know, watching any other thing and you spend your 30, 45 minutes with me watching me blabber. So I want to thank you for that. Okay. And again, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you want some help getting your things together, getting your contracts together, getting your business registered, getting your EIN number, your DUNS number, um, oh, thank you, Obed, uh, getting your hiring policies together, getting basic brand protection strategies. I'm your girl. Go to link to forward slash MPL consulting firm and book your one-on-one -on -one coaching session. Okay. So that is what I'm going to leave you with. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Love y'all. Bye.